Bro, if you were like a Game of Thrones character, you could just be Littlefinger. Pick a card, any card, any card. Would you like to pyramid scheme? Would you like to speak about Meghan Markle today? I'm just enjoying thinking about Katie Hopkins watching yeah. this video slowly getting up, taking her trophy <laughs> off the mantelpiece and putting it in the bin. R.I.P. Nelson Mandela. You would have loved FIFA Pro Clubs. R.I.P. I don't know brand. how, but somehow that just feels like it's going to be inappropriate to say. <laughs> <laughs> on brand for the podcast a little bit. Yeah, I, that was kind of the joke, Charlie. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Antisocial Podcast, everybody. Today, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Adrian Flux, by the way. <laughs> Nelly forgot there. Uh, if you want to click the first link in the description, please do do that. It helps us a lot. And anyway, what are we? by what who? Are we? Sponsored by Adrian Flux. Who's that? It's a car insurance company. Josh. Oh, tell me more about them. <gasps> now, we want no, to hear no, now. No. <laughs> Josh seems intrigued. If you're intrigued, click the first link in the description. Anyway, yes, we are joined by a very special guest, Josh Peters, today. Woo! Let's give him a clap. Well, Feels not the clap, to clarify. Feels great to be here. You're very squashed, I feel like, mate. I didn't expect you to be this tall. You are a big guy. Yeah, I... Uh, it's not only that I'm tall, I'm also very, like, wide, because I'm quite well-built. Yeah, you're so. like Slender Man, yeah. I'd say. Well, I, I didn't think Slender his biceps man. were going to fit through the door when he first came. Did yeah. You? I'm wiry. Nah, <laughs> but the thing is, if he does... Oh, I was going to say something mean. I was going to say something really mean. That's right. I'm Later. It's not a time yet. We need to character build first. But how are you anyway today, mate? Uh, I'm very good. Thank you guys very much for having me. It's uh, an honour to be here. It's, it's just charity work. It's, just, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were meant to uh, film this podcast. Was it Sunday? Yeah. But you had a very, very, very big video come out, mate. Yeah, so that was that all came about really last minute. It's so funny how like YouTube works or like being creative, I suppose, works. Because um, if you haven't seen, we did this video where we tricked royal experts into commenting on Harry and Meghan's Oprah interview two days before it had happened. Mm -hmm. And we'd never planned to do this video, but on Thursday, Archie and I were like, we should definitely do something around Harry and Meghan. Came up with the idea, filmed it Friday morning, edited it on Friday afternoon and got it up late on Friday night, and it ended up doing really well. So, so. Wait, so how quick was you contacting the people to them responding? Literally, they responded pretty much straight away. We organized them that day and night to film with them the next day. Mm. Filmed, edited, and uploaded all in one day. It was uh, it was like a blur. So luckily, it was quite convenient, like timing-wise. Well, yeah, I guess the idea came about because of the fact that like the the interview was such big news. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like them responding to them, Ed, and you're like, great, this kind of like went any faster. Really. Yeah, we like. With all these things, I think there's always so much like luck involved and things going your way, and luckily they did that time around. Yeah, I always think about your videos. Where does the initial like structure, you know, when you see so you're like, right, Megan and Harry, we need a video on this. Where does it come from? Why you think, right, I'm, we're gonna uh, prank these people? Where does like the initial thing come from? It's always so different. Um, Archie and I spend a lot of time just like reading and watching things and chatting over different things and. We'd said for a while, royal experts, were that whole week we'd been saying, like, royal experts are quite interesting people because they're not actually journalists. They're not, like, news reporters. They're just experts in royals, which is really weird. And you always wonder, 
do Imagine these... earning your money. You'd be like, what do you do? I, I just know about people. I just know a lot about Megan. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a funny way to say that you stalk people, isn't it? Yeah. It's a funny yeah, it way is. to say unemployed. But it's also, it's like a hard one to say like, no, you're wrong or you're right because they're just offering these sort of ludicrous opinions like, oh, they held hands there because of this. So yeah. we wondered like, is there a way to prove that a lot of what they say is just made up it reminded reminded me a lot of you know like horoscopes it's so vague that you're like (laughs) I kind of see where they're coming from but at the same time I think it's complete bullshit it's like so vague that it's like yeah you can tell Megan was really disheart whatever they are just any adjective so your interview that you did was with the four people right Uh, yes four Dickie Arbiter Dickie Arbiter Victoria Arbiter um, Are they related, by the way? Ingrid, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's Ingrid Seward. Ingrid Seward and, hold on, Richard, Richard Fitzwilliams. Keep it in the family. Yeah. 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 Imagine being a family obsessed with another family. That's a bit weird. It is a bit but, odd. But what I wanted to ask is, so how did you come to choose those four people? Or were they just the four most recognised royal experts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so just a bit of research. And like they seemed to be the first sort of ones that came up and seemed... Credible. I mean, Dickie obviously used to be the Queen's press secretary. So, yeah, uh, yeah they, they were quite credible people. I found it very strange, though, because... <laughs> yes, worse. Yeah, worse. Worse. No, <laughs> he's killed them. The, um, oh. the thing that I really wanted to, like, kind of gauge is that how did how willing were they to come and talk on a, on a topic which they actually didn't know about? Like, the video states it was filmed two days before the actual interview and you had a liaison back and forth. Uh, but they'd like very like yeah sure we'll do it kind of thing or was it yeah they were really I mean they got paid and they were really happy to do it we did not have to push them or convince them at all uh, do you I'd... think it was literally like did you come with them like with money we're like we'll pay you for your time kind of thing or was it it wasn't even I don't think the money that like lured them in they were like yeah we're keen is there a fee involved we said there is and then they were like great but it wasn't a it wasn't a lot of money it was what they would probably normally get paid for doing that kind of work I don't know where to look. When I speak, I just pick, talk, just pick the most attractive yeah, person. Yeah, well, well, that's what we normally tell guests. Look at the person he thinks the most attractive. So what? obviously you've got your eyes on me. So keep it. Oh, the table seems better. It's actually quite the opposite. I have my eyes on you because you make me feel a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> just like the look of you. <laughs> right. Do you know what? I kind of see it. Thank you. Yeah, you're actually. This is why favorite. I lean over this first side. Touch, first touch I've had in a while. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's, I was saying to you earlier, your accent, I could just stare at you and watch you speak all oh, day. Oh, thank you. God, yeah, let's buy my drink first, Josh. Fucking hell. I love your videos, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very They're much. Amazing. God, crack up the window, somebody. <laughs> We're just talking about, talking about fucking royal press secretary, and these two are just flirt with each other. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are we are we able to ask how much they were charging for their time, or is we, it more we, of like a private thing? Yeah, we always try to keep that private, but it was mm. what they would normally charge for that kind of work. So it's just their rates. Yeah. So would you say like we'll just we'll match your rates, or was it just like oh, this is our? Um, we we made an offer and they seemed happy with it. We kind of did a bit of research into what those people might get mm. paid. Oh, okay, okay. I often think with um, obviously Archie's in these videos. Yeah, Archie's original thing was it being a magician. Yeah, so he still is Archie Manners, who's my uh, collaborator partner. He um, his profession is magic, and he is an incredible magician. Um, mm. If you ever get the chance to see it in person, it, it really is impressive. So, does he help with like the whole creating like an illusion kind of thing? Like, does he take his ma- stuff he learned from his magic into the videos? Hundred percent. I've learned so much from Archie about uh, what we call a dual reality, where there's one thing happening with the person involved in what you're doing, but what's actually happening is something completely different. Mm. Um, so that's 
been a huge thing that's become a big part of our videos and it's been so interesting to learn. Yeah, because I remember watching an interview you did uh, and you, you were talking about you give every person you prank like a fair chance to yeah. actually guess what it could be. Yeah, well, like this video, I mean, our production company that hired them was called Beneath the Fold Productions. If they just looked at the website, like it's, it's the most ridiculous website. There's things saying like, we've created 5 billion hours of top-notch content. We've won 17 BAFTAs. And like, it's, you know, if you looked at, if they took a moment to look at the website, they would have known that this was all complete or rubbish. Or they just thought they were really good at what you did. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> they just fancied you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You'd have two boyfriends here. Well. I'm just creasing at the idea of them, Cam saying that, it brings magic into it as if like with the on FaceTime to uh, on Zoom to them guys and then he's pick a card any card is this your card <laughs> but it, it, it is that like um, it's that deception uh, and that like not showing people what's ap- actually happening but distracting them with something else um, I think his voice is quite distracting because I'm like when we were talking to us I was like is that his real voice it's yeah quite, that's mm. his it's very you know uh, yeah, very very Tory yeah, yeah, very, very well educated where is he from uh, Archie's from Hampshire originally. Um, yeah, Hampshire. Yeah. Yes. Where's um, that? He's, uh, Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> he's from the Bronx, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah really, from the trash. <laughs> no, he, um, we were saying this downstairs, weren't we, with, that like, I personally feel that this whole, um, the whole royal um, experts that they came about, if you had Lewis Bucken on the phone, it wouldn't have been able to Hello. Like, go ahead. Uh, hi. Would you, would you, you like to in my pyramid would you, scheme? Would you like to speak about <laughs> Meghan Markle today? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, um, I, think, I think that's also in relation to the fact I don't think any Scottish person in the country cares about the fucking royal family. Yes, for sure. For uh, sure. It, it definitely helps having Archie do that. He's, uh, he's great on the phone and his voice sounds really believable and trusting I, so I'd like to know helped. with your um, your video like the initial concept so you said um, that you had like a couple of ideas that you wanted to um, do a video around it so you knew it was coming up so there's a lot of pressure that you're just like I have to like, kind of like deliver a video but when you watch it like your videos are usually quite short form yeah. which is great for like audience retention thanks um, in a way it's okay um, but <laughs> the the whole concept it seems like there's so much involved in it like crammed into six minutes how on earth do you literally sit there you're like you know what the way that we're going to get a concept is to literally trick royal experts about that please how how do you do that (laughs) well it's weird because for the last few months we've been like feeling the pressure quite a bit because we haven't really uploaded and we've been like racking our brains trying to come up with so many like detailed, interesting things and we could do this and we could do that. And we are working on a couple of other videos and they're cool. But this video just all came about within two days, which is so strange. Um, I think it was helped largely because that interview was such a huge mm. topic. So it was a trend. So we did we jumped on a trend, I suppose. And then we answered it. What we always try and do in our videos is answer some sort of question. So we answered a question you might ask yourself, which is, do royal experts actually, actually know. know what they're talking about? And that video, I suppose, answered that question yeah. for people. How, how, sorry, you go. how hard was this video compared to other ones you've done to pull off? Um, it seemed pretty what easy is, compared to the others. Yeah, it? I mean, by hard. Sorry, no, but I mean, like, he said, he said <laughs> he, a fucking piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't take the piss. He said himself that they responded straight away. They yeah. filmed it the next day, ended um, the next day. So obviously it's a lot quicker to, than to be any fair, of these other like, videos. If it all comes together, then yeah. But I, I personally think that like you, 
if you literally type in like Megan interview, I haven't watched it yet. I was I wanted to watch it yesterday, but you have to you, VPN CBS. Yeah. I just seen some clips. But yeah, because yeah, you can see clips. But the whole thing's a two-hour thing. So yeah. I actually like two to hours. Two-hour interview. Two hours. Fuck me. Yeah. So don't say that. People click off the fucking podcast. Yeah. Well. <laughs> fuck me, Megan Markle. Fuck <laughs> me. Oh, what? Um, what I find like absurd is that like it's a two-hour thing, and they've managed to just happily talk on a whole topic. Yeah. You know what I found absurd? You. I feel like you did this so to touch on what you what you said about like it being easy it's like most of the videos which are out there online are like reaction videos like to it like yeah like Jimmy Kimmel like James Corden all that kind of stuff those amateurs yeah Mm. those fucking (laughs) um, but um the thing that you did was that you kind of like answered a question kind of thing about yeah. what is it, which there isn't a video like that really out there right now, which I think is probably attributing why it did quite well. I think so, yeah. Um, and we never knew, like honestly, at the time of the upload, we were like, is this good? Is this bad? We had no idea. And then it got received really well. So that was great. But in terms of how hard it was to do, I mean, we've I suppose done these kind of videos quite a lot together so we know what we're doing to an extent when we do them it was really hard work it was like two days of not really sleeping much and just like doing everything we could because we knew the earlier the video came out the more uh, effective it was like yeah. the fact that mm. the video came out two days before their interview so actually came out I think made it more interesting even though them videos do well they're the ones I hate doing the most like trend topics because I feel so anxious to like get it out quicker yeah. and I feel like I always rush a video because it's not as good as I'd like it to be sure you know what I lo- actually love about the video though is that whilst it's like you've kind of hopped on a trend so to speak you know how like when <laughs> if we're going to take it to like YouTube you know how the whole YouTube diss track era mm-hmm. and everyone was jumping on that kind of thing and then people who weren't doing it were doing like reaction videos yeah so if you were to twist it and be like I'm actually going to jump on this trend but do something different that'll probably cause like a, a big attraction to it yeah. whereas instead of doing like a reaction or something like that it's actually something which people talk about quite a lot within like the the echo chamber of social media yeah whereas it's like oh do people hate Meghan Markle because of her the color of her skin or do they hate her because of what she's actually doing to the royal family kind of thing do you get what I mean yeah I mean our, our point was never to even take a side between like Meghan and Harry and, and the royals or whatever that we never try and like tell people what they should be thinking or preach to people we just try and create like answer as I said answer a question mm. in an entertaining way and let them make their minds up for themselves exactly like we never led these royal experts to say anything we sort of just, just let them gave them questions and they did it to themselves so like we I, our main thing is we never want to be like you should like Meghan and Harry or you shouldn't or you should mm-hmm. you know support the royal family we try and stay as impartial as possible and just uh, except in some occasions when I think it's more necessary but we mostly try and stay pretty impartial mm-hmm. I think you were quite politically uninvolved but by putting that video out it kind of highlights mm-hmm. like the issues that there are um, sure you know that if you have a lot of stuff which is out online at the moment and people are like, well, it's clear to see that there's an agenda against uh, Harry and Meghan. You yeah, know? it was less about the agenda against Harry and Meghan for us, actually, and more about there's a lot of uh, media around this interview. Mm-hmm. Is all of it accurate reporting? Are people, are the, you know, is this is this all credible? That's and my point, though, to... that a lot of it isn't. And you can, whilst it wasn't a politically motivated yeah. thing, you can really tell that these these are people who are supposed to be credible, right? So they've taken a fee and spoken on something which is like they didn't know yeah. about, which what, I think is disgraceful. What were they like off camera? Uh, pretty much the stories. Yeah, they were just stories. Because I always th- find it hilarious, like in in that specific video where Archie's like taught them, and you're like 
like at some points just looking down at this. Is that you like try not to laugh? Do yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like how the fuck do you do that sometimes so when they're just spouting shit and you know and they you know that they're talking absolute shit. Yeah. I don't know, you just gotta clench your Do you get really into character? Because me would just be like, This is really good content, this is really good content. <laughs> I'd be hard to I'd be trying hard uh, to keep it together. Yeah, you just can't laugh. It's like, and it is like it's the hardest impulse to control, like laugh. Laughter. So you've just got to, I don't know, I guess we've done quite a lot of things where we've been tempted to laugh before. So you've got to just really so be able to hold it in. Obviously, you completely and utterly mudded them, unintentionally, unintentionally did it themselves, to be fair. It wasn't even you. Have any of them said anything to you afterwards? Uh, or no. Any emails I or think anything? They made public comments, some of them, which oh. you'd have to check. What did they say? I don't know exactly. You'd have to look um, and then back to us directly, no. Do you get anxiety after, like, you've done the video and then, obviously, the response from, obviously, you've done, like, the Craig David, James Corden, all this. Do you ever, like, get scared of what the actual response could be? Um, yeah, we always try and, like, we spend quite a lot of money on legal fees to make sure beforehand that what we're doing is, is illegal. Um, and we always make sure it is. So that obviously comforts us quite a bit that we know what we're doing is within the confines of the law. That would take mm. quite a lot of pressure off when you know that you legally can't get fucked. Yeah, and yeah. everyone we get on always signs a release form and everything's done properly. So that does help a bit. But yeah, you, you still Have do. You, did you get them to sign a release form? Oh yeah, of course. So the- I remember when you said about the Katie Hopkins one that you, like, uh, you got her signed one and she was already out the door with her trophy before they could even look at it. Oh yeah, she. I mean, she, she signed it no problem. She literally went home that night. Like She did like a joke as she walked away from us, like raising her trophy at us. So. Raising yeah. Like being like, woo! <laughs> so yeah, she's been that trophy. Like, there's no way that that's. Uh, yeah, that that was one of my favorite comments on on that video. Was I'm just enjoying thinking about Katie Hopkins watching yeah. this video slowly getting up, taking her trophy <laughs> off the mantelpiece and putting it in the bin. Do you ever like compare your videos like that to so say this Megan and Harry one? Are you ever trying to be like, wait, we need to make this one as good as the Katie one? No, I think that's like a hard thing to do. Um, and I think the Katie Hopkins video was quite a specific video against someone who is pretty extreme um so i think it's very different like you know this video obviously was at the expense of these royal experts but i doubt they're actually very bad people they just got caught out doing something they shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. It's like Casey. Sam Allardyce yeah. as, a, as a, like a football player. <laughs> I love the way you brought that back to <laughs> not, football. Not Brilliant. necessarily like Sam, a bad guy. Sam was, Allardyce. Is it that interview you're on about with Sam Allardyce? Yeah, when he, no, you know when he was sat behind the table and <laughs> yeah. he was just doing dodgy dealings without the yeah, fact. Yeah, not yeah. a bad guy, but just shouldn't be doing it. Like. Yeah, and, and and to be honest, like I don't personally get off on like running, like you know, particularly upsetting people. people a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. We try and not let the videos be entirely about that as as much as possible. There, there was mm-hmm. a, there was a uh, like a couple of quotes from that video where obviously like I know that the interviews would have been significantly longer. Yeah. Um. So you've taken like the moments. Um. And some people like a skeptic could probably argue like you could be twisting what they're saying, but when they say something like Ingrid uh, Seward said uh, from start to finish, uh, Megan was acting, and then. Just things like while she's acting, yeah, while she's <laughs> yeah. acting, which is very, very like projection yeah. is very, very thing. And then uh, Richard Fitzwilliam saying she was totally sympathetic. Yeah. It's like it's <clears> such a clear agenda, like where their loyalties do lie. Yeah, I mean, so we really didn't take anything out of context in this mm. video because we knew that that would completely take away from what we were doing, and that would be really wrong. 
Uh, we could have easily said to them, so imagine um, Harry says this in the interview, what would you say about that? That wouldn't be impressive yeah, to hear yeah. because they're allowed to do that. They're allowed to offer their insights into something that's hypothetical, but we literally let them speak yeah. as if what they were saying was fact. We never led them on, led them into anything, yeah. except for the Balam Donkey Sanctuary and saying... <laughs> And all of our animals. <laughs> and saying that Megan re refused a vaccine. We specifically did those to highlight, like, we wanted to see how far they would go, basically. But those were the only instances where we actually gave them something. In the other instances, they literally did it all by themselves. And it yeah. wasn't taken out of context. It wasn't led on. It was... Yeah. The sanctuary one was funny. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, a lot of animals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we need to look at a broader picture here. How, how can you... How can, is that how can you start talking about a specific thing like and her love for animals in an interview you haven't fucking seen yet? Yeah, that was interesting. I just find it absurd. It's secure in the bag, isn't it? It's secure in the bag. Say that again. I said that was kind of the point of the video, Charlie. No, <laughs> I know there's a point of the video, mate, but it's like you watch the video and you're still shocked by it because you're like, you're, you are with your whole chest, like your whole chest professing like you've, yeah. you've not only like, Listen to the interview before, but also that yeah. you're actually conveying your opinions on it. Oh, is that, oh, is yeah, like, yeah, it's very people, interesting. Man. Well, to switch it up a little bit, like I want to go in more detail about your, your Katie Hopkins video and everything. But before that, obviously, you've had a massive, massive switch of content. Yeah. When, when did it switch? It was about two years ago, was it? Um, I'll, I'll give you the story. Okay, go on. So, go on, here's the story. I mean, how I started on YouTube, I was super lucky. Uh, I was friends with Casper and Joe, and there was all that. Was? Group. Well, I am still, I live with Casper. <laughs> yeah, fuck them now, he's um, famous. <laughs> um, so that's how I came into it. Like, I got a really easy start and uh, was able to get quite a lot of followers quite quickly. And I was really learning my way um, on making videos, learning how it worked, making some bad videos, some good videos. Um, and most of them consisted of, like, the group of us just playing games and messing mm -hmm. around, which was awesome. Like, it was such a great time in my life and I'm so happy I did it because it taught me so much about creating content mm -hmm. and then I suppose in 2019 like that hype started to die down a bit around that group of us everyone was sort of moving off into their own directions everyone's moved on to different things um, but I still wanted to create content so I started experimenting with some new things and I started working with a guy named Archie Manners mm -hmm. who now shares the channel name with me. Um, I met Archie, I saw a video Archie had done online which I thought was really good. Um, we became friends. Magic trick. Not magic actually. <laughs> he... I really like that magic trick. <laughs> Let's check Key Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> we, we became friends and then I'd asked him like just to help me out on a couple of videos which he did and we worked really well together. Then I started employing him uh, to work for me two days a week and he was like so incredible he was meant to be working two days a week but he was like working seven days a week mm -hmm. just because he loved it so much mm -hmm. and then I suppose that came to a pinnacle in uh, January last year when we did the Katie Hopkins video mm. and we had a sit down afterwards and a chat and he was like look you know I'm loving this but realistically I can't keep doing seven days a week on something I'm being paid two days a week mm -hmm. for so we came up with an agreement to partner up and since then, it's yeah, it's, it's been amazing. We've done the Carol Baskin video, and we've done this Royal Experts video, and it's just been awesome. But I suppose that decision to switch the content came early 2019, and it didn't work straight away. 
um, we made this video where we took a tank through London as like pretending yeah. it was an Uber. Mm -hmm. That video, so that was the first like really different video I made. It got 14,000 views in two weeks. I was like, Archie, this isn't working. Like we need to go back to what we know. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of money on the video. We had to hire a tank. <laughs> And As you do. It yeah. just completely flopped. How much does a tank cost to hire? Where do you go to get a tank? The army? Tanksalot.com. <laughs> Is that actually Should a thing? Yeah, that's what we got. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have a look at that's that. We got. But like, it was it was so crazy because... <laughs> that's a good pun, actually. Tanksalot. Yeah, 14,000 views after two weeks. And then slowly but surely, it started getting a few more views. And there were these comments, like... Because in the video, I'd said, this is a Challenger 2 tank. And there were these comments going, no, it's not. It's a Scorpion XYZ. <laughs> <laughs> And I was that like, accent is so on point. Yeah, and then it, it turned out that it, found, it had found its way into some sort of tank algorithm on YouTube, and all these tanks, oh, that's so funny. All these tank lovers started watching it, and because they were watching and commenting, it obviously fed it back into YouTube's algorithm, and now the video is on like five million views or something stupid. Oh shit! After you've hit oh. the tank stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that, that's really interesting because, like you said, you could have just quit straight after that, like that style content. I want. I felt like. I needed to start doing something else because I was like, Nothing's this, working. you know, this is maybe I've had my run on YouTube and like this just isn't for me. And funnily enough, while that video started blowing up, a quail egg we'd been trying to hatch in my apartment. Hatched. As you do as well. Was the supermarket. That was the yeah. supermarket egg. So that was like, you know, I was I was sitting there thinking, okay, you've just uploaded this video for 14,000 views you've spent so much money on. And then I looked over and there are these fucking eggs incubating <laughs> in my flat. And I'm like, you have actually lost your mind. Like Harry Potter under the water. Yeah, because friends. it was like, we. I didn't, Archie to his credit was like, no, it will work. And I was like, mate, it's not going to work. These eggs aren't, there's not, an egg's not going to hatch. Um, did it hatch? If, if you didn't know, we made a video where we bought quail eggs from Sainsbury's yes. and put them in an incubator and they ended up, hat one of them ended up hatching and turning into a real quail. And yeah, I thought I'd like gone mad. And then as the tank video started doing well, like the next day, an egg hatched and like everything sort of started coming together. It, isn't it weird how it just switches? Yeah, so weird. I feel like like the, the tanks just come to life and the quails come to life. It was, yeah. I, I've got a nice little review from tanksalot.co.uk. Like, what a refreshing and fun day out with the guys makes a change from the day-to-day -day madness we are living in right now. Recommended to anyone wanting some space, fresh air, fun, and to feel normal again for the day. Normal? Normal. normal. So you just get a tank. <laughs> I miss my tank. If you do want a tank, please go to tankslot.com. Yeah. It's tanks-a-lot.co.uk. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that you were getting all them comments, so there's like, actually... Uh, it's got, it's so not, many. That, that was kind of like... He done a TikTok yesterday taking a piss out of Prince Philip. Yeah. He said, he said the Queen said... <laughs> do, you know, I was, do you know that comment that apparently the royal family was concerned about the... Oh, the, the comment there at least in, yeah. in response and yeah. then he'd said the Queen said and all the comments were like well actually it wasn't the yeah, Queen I, mean, and then I told him he, he was like I'm getting hate on TikTok I was like just own it just pretend that you know and he yeah. started replying to all the comments being like actually I was there she told me uh, I'm actually <laughs> yes, best mates yeah. with the Queen so yeah. that's what you should have done you should have went well actually no you're wrong it is this time <laughs> yeah. just double down on it the fact that that got 14,000 views in two weeks which yeah. I find interesting because with my content at the minute um, I'm trying to switch up a little bit to do videos where um, like you do where it's he was actually inspired by your delivery video by yeah. the way he made a video but, which you deliver poo with the, with, <laughs> yeah with the deliver poo video yeah. that got four, 14k views in a week yeah like weird um, but the comments and the likes and the engagement is so much higher right. because like the amount of effort was in so I'm yeah. interested to see when you were at that point did you just think listen this, I, I'm, I'm confident that this content is good enough to do well 
No, I I thought it was bad. Like at the time when the views were low, I was like, this is a shit video. Like I couldn't watch it. I would look at it and be like, that's so boring. No wonder it did badly. Which is interesting really? to see how just what people thought of the video made my opinion of the video change. Um, but we, I've learned to sort of be more patient since then because a lot of the videos we did after that, uh, like where we sent uh, gravel to influencers and told them mm. it was moon rock mm. and um, put uh, the, the delivery video itself started out quite slowly, but then it just steadily grew and grew. And now a lot of those videos have gone on to have millions of views, but they started at having like 60,000 views in two days or something, mm. which is quite different from a lot of YouTubers who, you know, would probably get most of their views in the first few days. So it's interesting how that algorithm can work. Sometimes. Do you target the algorithm with your videos? No. Uh, I mean, we try and do topical stuff like this Harry and Meghan video and like when we did the fake Ed Sheeran video mm -hmm. um, at KSI and Logan Paul's boxing fight, that's obviously like a massive uh, event. Around, yeah. so You've we... had so many fucking bangers. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Shagging uh, it? Hey? <laughs> I said, turn the cameras off, You're guys. getting jealous, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just tired that not the whole attention's on me. Like, yeah. Everyone should be admiring my looks. I, uh, I am. So thank you. What, I appreciate that. Did you know that you can actually get a tank Oh, hearse? fuck the tanks, man. No, bro, you can get a tank limo and you can get a tank hearse. A tank Imagine, limo? Bro, a tank hearse. Like, you bro. could die and be taken to your grave in, a, you put in your a tank. in that? Right. What if they just shoot you out the gun thing? Imagine just yeah. shot into the <laughs> grave. Into the anyway, fucking sea. That, that, that's the end of my tank. <laughs> to be fair, that's if I was to die, I would prefer to get shot into the sea as far as possible rather than like... Just get absolutely collided into the ocean. You but, know that won't, like, you won't fit through the barrel. No, we make a yeah, fat me. Uh, no, not so like that. Guys, All right, Josh, fucking hell. Getting fat shamed on the podcast, guys. We love it. Louis fucking gets fat shamed. That's a clip. Hey, um, when you die, you can't eat, so maybe you might shrink a little bit. Yeah, but no, like, I, I think we just get a bigger a bigger one. Or maybe we make it like, we put a funnel on the top. A, yeah. big, a really big funnel on the top. And I just sit in the funnel, and then it goes boom. Wait, are you pitching this idea to Josh right now for his channel? Yeah, like, I sent a YouTuber into the ocean... Great. What a great video. <laughs> Lewis Buckingham getting just shot uh, in the ocean. In brackets, gone wrong, he's dead. R.I.P. He would right. have loved it. Was this before you, were, before you were shot? You know what? Let's just move yeah. on from that. Back to your videos, mate. What is your favourite one you've done? Would you say? Um, favourite that... I think i got to say the Ed Sheeran, fake Ed Sheeran one, just because that night was... One of probably one of the funnest nights I've ever had. That again, we decided to do very last minute, like three days before, had the idea and then booked it all and went. And it just like, we didn't know what was going to happen. We went without much prep. Mm -hmm. And because we were supposedly with Ed Sheeran, we just went from strength to strength, culminating in like one oak, the club in Los Angeles, bringing out like a champagne show yeah, with like Ed Sheeran on the... On you the, kind of like blew up his career kind of thing from that video like that, because I know yeah. that after that, Everyone was just like, oh, it's the guy that looks like Ed Sheeran. And then, <laughs> then you see, he, I, he came up on um, Instagram ads the other week. Like, you know, on the, you click through stories. Yeah. He was just doing an ad for someone. I was like, I remember him. Just yeah. Like your video. He's a very nice guy. Did you find him from Steven? Um, I, did I? I was on, so we were looking for, we weren't sure who the lookalike should be. We looked at like lookalikes of the Queen, actually, and Meghan Markle and all these people. <laughs> I'm like, no, two Queen at KSI versus Logan Paul. <laughs> too unrealistic. <laughs> and then I saw one on a lookalike. There's like lookalike agencies, by the way, where you can like browse I saw, really? through. I seen yeah. a Twitter thread the other day and it was someone replying with all the lookalikes and they were so funny because they didn't look anything like Oh, I saw that actually. It was, it was, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. It would look like them if they'd 
being a heroin addict. Yeah, uh, right. it was the funniest fight I've ever seen in my life. And I saw this guy who looked really good, but he's German, so like you obviously couldn't do it because no one would believe it was Ed Sheeran if they spoke to him. I love Schmitz, the shape of you, yeah. And, <laughs> and then I was like, hold on, Stephen's done something with um, an Ed Sheeran look like. So yeah. I looked him up. And then yeah, I got in touch with them. Yeah, because that vi- did that video bang straight away. Yeah, that, no, that was, banged straight away. I think that sure. was the fastest. I could be wrong, but up the fastest growing video I've ever. I've never seen like growth like that so quickly. That was more weird, than the Kate Hopkins one. That one was like really overnight because I, Twitter got a hold of it. I think, yeah, I think for your it, one, similar it, like speed. It was like viral content, but because it was around the fight, there was so much hype anyway. So it was it, yeah. I think Katie the Katie Hopkins video appealed to like. A wider you know, demographic. The country and a lot of mm-hmm. people, but that Ed Sheeran video was so YouTube centric that, like, you know, anyone who watches YouTube knew about that boxing fight. Yeah. So they then wanted to watch the video, I suppose. Well, in like that video and in, in the Megan one, like your tone of voice and everything, it's like a very specific style. It kind of reminds us of, like a bit like Louis Theroux, the way he kind of does it. Have you got like any inspiration to which you kind of base your kind of character off? Um, not character-wise. One of my, like, role models is Sasha Baron Cohen, so Uh, I suppose that, like, is similar in a way. But in terms of character, not really, to be honest with you. Is it just kind of what it just like? I I suppose it's just, I hope, what me and how it comes across, and hopefully it's entertaining. Um, I suppose me and Archie balance each other out quite nicely because he's very, like frantic, quick, like quite loud, and I suppose I'm a bit more subdued and, and relaxed, and that maybe works. Uh, yeah, know, he's a, a he's quite good together, the fact that he's so, like, you were saying downstairs about certain things, and, like, I was shocked about how fast he's, like, like yes. witty he is. He's very, he's a, he's a, he's, he's a really smart guy, um, and he's a great guy. A great guy. <laughs> we should have had him here. Um, we would have had to make them share a mic. Yeah, we know? wouldn't have had yeah. much space. And he'd probably have to sit on your lap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> might like that. You get jealous. Yeah, he'd enjoy it. Yeah. No, he'd, he'd enjoy it. Like the, like um, so I think that hopefully works quite well together for us on, on camera. Is there any time in that Ed Sheeran video where you were like, fuck, this isn't going to work or not? Um, before, like certainly before we got there, I was very worried. You know, I had no idea. I thought we might show up and people go, oh, he's like, who's that guy Josh is with who kind of looks like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And then we walked like to the red carpet area and it just like started basically from there like everyone was just like Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran and these photos being taken then we got like given the VIP passes for everywhere then we got like it was like can we interview for this can we interview for that then walking through the stadium was just like madness like I it made me think imagine being Ed Sheeran this must be hell because you couldn't move and from there it just kept getting better and better it was it was it was honestly the funnest, funnest night. Can you imagine being Ed Sheeran? It's like, what if you watch the fight and just seeing yourself in yeah, the crowd? Just, bro, imagine, am, am I fucking there? Am I, am I having an episode? Imagine, <laughs> imagine being on a night out, yeah, where you're with Ed Sheeran in, like, like wherever it is that you are. It could be London, it could be LA, wherever it is. Do you know the amount of people that will just come up to you because they just want to get to you because of Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Did you get that? Um, Sort of. It was more like... We were in the like YouTubers area at the fight where you know all the British YouTubers were there who were all they were aware of what was going on. Most of them. Um, That's so not funny. Edgy. I've seen Steven before. <laughs> um, and it was so interesting to see like so. There's obviously these massive American YouTubers there, like literal big big celebrities, mm-hmm. 
And wherever we would be in the room, me, Casper, and Ed Sheeran, Ty Jones, people would like gravitate slowly to where we were. It was oh, like, yeah. you know, we'd be there and slowly but surely people would start like edging over and then they'd, be, they'd walk past and they'd be like, oh, hey, like I'm so-and-so. Was and, that just a beaver who did that? No, no, he didn't. But like, you know, Ty was... He's a YouTube, like he likes watching YouTube. So he's seeing like rice scum and all these massive YouTubers there. And he himself is going up to them being like, you're right, can I get a photo? And rice scum's going like, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it, it was a really interesting uh, thing to see how, you know, whether we, I think all of us, when there's someone that famous around, you change the way you act. It's, it's, it's just like unavoidable. Every, you know, he draws so much attention. I think what's great about that Ty is that he's just as awkward as Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was it. So because Ty was so like, almost just like, yeah, quiet and awkward, it almost looked like it was Ed Sheeran, but he was so cool, he just wasn't really talking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he just like, kind of yeah. played it off. Exactly. And the other thing was that his, I think British people would have picked up on the accent, but because they're American... I sound British to them, so they had no idea mm. that it was a different accent. They're so bad at like knowing where you're actually from. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you, was, you were saying that, but people think like you're Irish, right? Yeah, uh, uh, I mean British people. We all know you're Welsh. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, I'm actually. I'm actually. Becky's cousin. Yeah, no. Um, I feel like British people are quite good with accents, but Americans are like, oh my god, I love, I love your Irish accent. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. It is hard. Like, no, I've lived in England now for six years, and now I can tell Welsh, Irish, and Scottish apart. But like, I did. I must be honest. I did struggle really? at first with those three to to differentiate. Not so much because they don't sound different, but more because you've got to just learn what they are. Like, mm. I'm like, okay, I know what that sound is, but I don't know where that's... I, I couldn't remember where that was from. How old were you when you moved to England? Uh, so the first time I moved for like six months, I was uh, 18. I actually came over to play cricket because I used to play cricket before I was a YouTuber and I played um, semi-professional cricket mm. in England. And then I moved back full-time in 2015 for cricket as well. Got uh, injured, what, got glandular... Uh, glandular dodgy knee. No, I had glandular fever, actually. Oh. Does that um, still fuck you? Fuck. Uh, no, no, no. I'm no, a professional no, footballer, got but got glandular fever. Yeah, so <laughs> I was then in England, like, which was only meant to be for six months. Uh, mm. Couldn't play cricket anymore. I was always around Casper and Joe and those guys. So, like, people online, I suppose, knew who I was, but I hadn't uh, ever created anything, and I had nothing to do, so I started making videos, and that was sort of... Yeah, that's where it You're all quite started. good at football as well, though. Like, so. Um, yeah, I love. I really love sports. Was that something like you did, like growing up in like? I South Africa I actually never played that much football. Uh, cricket and hockey were my main sports, but um, like I grew up in a with an older brother, and basically we just spent most of our time in South Africa when we were kids playing sport in the garden. So yeah, I love love all sports. Do you miss South Africa? Yeah, it's different. Um, there's things I love about England that you don't get in South Africa, and there's things I love about South Africa you don't get in England I'm lucky enough to get to go back for Christmas always for like a month and see my family and everything um, but yeah South Africa is amazing do you get recognized in South Africa from YouTube um, yeah yeah there's a there's a good uh, YouTube audience in South Africa people watch it Casper's very still very famous in South Africa especially because you know it was such an incredible story I mean he's still got what seven million subscribers he was this uh kid from our town where we both grew up called Nisner, which is a small town in South Africa who, without anyone even in South Africa realizing because his audience was predominantly British, just became this like mega star YouTuber in England. And then South African people started taking note and were like, what? Who is this guy? So when he goes back, a lot of people are like, oh my God, like that's Gasper, that's the guy. Do, do you know the movie Goal? 
Casper Lee's like the Santiago Nunes. Casper Lee's like the YouTube version. I remember he was called, wasn't his channel D Casper? Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no, very wait, good, Lewis. He's, he's one of my fa- genuinely, he's one of my favorite YouTubers. When I was Casper like, Lee. when I was like ten, eleven, I yeah. loved yeah. him. Don't know, don't know fucking why, but I, I, did. I don't know where he, I, I don't know where he came from. Like, he must have come up on like something. He literally I used just to, used to make videos. videos in his room, in yeah. t- and like, I have so much admiration for all of these guys: Casper, KSI, Calix, uh, like all these guys who started before YouTube was a thing. Because Casper used to make videos for like 10 people to watch basically mm-hmm. while we were at school in South Africa where people didn't even know exactly what YouTube was mm. and to have that like bravery to put yourself out there when you're 16 mm-hmm. is just something I would have never been able to do and like I just have so much respect for all those guys who pioneered it and pretty much made what we all do for a living possible mm-hmm. because I don't think without them it ever would have happened. Do you still live with Casper now? Yeah, yeah. So me, Casper, his girlfriend Amber and my girlfriend Ellie just moved into a house together. Um, so yeah, me and Casper have lived together for ages now. Well, what does he think about like? Obviously, you've blew up now. Is he giving you tips all the time? Are you like like giving him fucking tips now? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, it's always nice living with Casper because we've known each other since we were like ten years old. You know, we're such good. We're like brothers more than friends. So it like nothing really changes. Um, I think he. I, I think he's proud. He like obviously you know he's never gonna be like oh well and Josh you legend because we're like. <laughs> brothers yeah. so, you know you never do that um but he is really helpful he's super supportive and um yeah it's it's i love living with him and with amber and, and ellie so you said um when we were talking downstairs um about like casper's gone off and he's doing other kind of things now yeah and you i mean whilst we, we can talk in a bit about other things that you are doing what's the reason for you to kind of stay on the platform and continue to make that kind of content? Because your content has developed yeah. like, significantly, but whilst I, other people have taken it... I mean, I think, I guess the fact that it succeeded, obviously, was a big part of it. You know, I couldn't afford to make these videos if they weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came about, as I was saying, in early 2019, where, like, I could see, we could all see it was starting to drop off and, like, what we were doing... You know, I guess people used to watch us had grown up and didn't have as much time to watch YouTube or maybe we got boring. I don't know. It just became time to make a change. And I tried it with the tank video. And when it didn't work, I was like, oh, shit. I guess like, you could see it tanked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what he gets paid the big bucks for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and that did start working. And then the egg video. And from there on, it just like kept kind of going from strength to strength. And now the partnership with Archie, which is amazing, um, so I suppose it, it started working. So yeah, I, I continued with it, and I'm obviously found a new love for it again. How what? much? I'm oh, sorry. No. What's your um, kind of things for the future? Is it like just keep? I want to just keep making this, the next video, the next video, the next video. Or have you got like aspirations to maybe, like I don't know, like a Louis Theroux thing where mm. you kind of go and do your own kind of show on another platform? Um, so Archie and I would love to create something bigger, like get more production behind us, whether that sits on television or online. I'm not exactly sure. We're working on that sort of pitching process at the moment Mm -hmm. to try and make something where we can essentially just do more bigger things with bigger budgets. If anybody's watching out there, you know. (laughs) Yeah, thanks Um, a lot if you want to sponsor someone. Um, We we just uh, started working as well on on an online uh, short form series for The Hook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So a cool little thing we're doing for them. And then just, yeah, taking it as it comes for now, I, um, I've in, invested in, in a few companies. Um, Influencer, which is actually co-founded by Casper, mm-hmm. is like an influencer marketing platform. And then another company called uh, Charged Up, or they're actually called The Up Company now, which I think... Uh, I hope they don't mind me saying. Will and, and Mimulus and Casper have also invested oh, in. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Not in the bubble. Um, so, yeah. And then Not just trying to save up money as well as like keep reinvesting it into what we're doing because it, it is expensive to do. And at the moment, like the frequency of upload isn't that much, mm. but we're hoping that we can like create something bigger. Yeah. Is the frequency that you upload, is that a, a thing where you're like, look, we just want to keep people like wanting more? Or is it just the fact that they take so fucking long? It's, it can, they do take long, but it's more, it's a few things. I think we're sometimes too precious about it because it's weird. You have a video that does well and it only creates more anxiety and like worry about the next one doing Because you well. want to match? Yeah, because the thing is, I've, I've said this to people, whenever your video does well, you're never happy because you're like, fuck, I need to make the next video yeah, as good as that. The next one's not going to be a one out of ten. Yeah, you're not happy. Yeah. You're not happy with that video. You're like, oh, great, it's done well, but how am I going to match that? How yeah, am I so match I think that? what we're learning is to let go of that and try and just create. But it is also hard with the nature of them to come up with the ideas because we, we, you know, they all are quite standalone videos. So yeah. it, it, it's hard to come up with the ideas. Yeah. And also, we filmed like loads of videos that have not worked. Mm-hmm. We've done so many things. As in like videos that you filmed and you just decided now we're cutting, cutting um, it or just concepts? Yeah, like, I, su- I suppose, yeah, we've, I mean, we filmed them, but they've broken down for whatever reason, like they've failed for whatever reason. Uh. And I suppose there's still a video there, but like we just don't want to upload something that doesn't have a good payoff because we just think that's not really our style. It's like an it, image kind of thing if you get it. Like, it's, it's, it's just, not, not an image, it's just like, oh, it's I'm like not if proud of it. I, what we want is that if you see that we've uploaded a video, there's no part of you that's thinking oh god I wonder if they've actually done that or like I wonder what's in there mm. like, so it's if clickbait we, but it's actually like you get yeah, the bait if, if, you, if we're going to put something up you know that like what you're clicking on is what you're going to get it's a bit like a sense. Mr Beast thing isn't it where he's like I opened a restaurant and paid for everyone's food you're like, like you, know, you, you know for a second there's no clickbait there yeah. Yeah. is that yeah, the kind yeah. of thing you're trying to build I suppose it yeah it works in the, in the same way and uh, I mean I've not taken that from him I, I guess but it yeah, I, I suppose he does. I haven't thought about it. He does. I do think that it's because well. if you clickbait a video once, everyone's going to come. But if you do it twice, the people the people that were pissed off about it will be like, I'm not clicking that again. Also, yeah, I think how YouTube works largely now is the worst thing that can happen is people click on your video and click straight off. Yeah. I think that like destroys it. Yeah, the bounce rate. That just yeah, yeah you've got to have. The, th- the thing is that the algorithm's always changing. That what is working well right now in six months time it won't be the same yeah like people jumping off the video it'll be something different it's always something different with youtube and i, I, I don't know if i hate or like that there's always something different yeah it's uh you gotta consult will and he's the only one who understands <laughs> it talking about the videos that you haven't uploaded is there any that you can mention that like topics are um that probably aren't gonna get uploaded well, we, we, we're trying to do them still with like they've broken like yeah so i don't want to say them just because we're still trying to make them work in like other ways um i was so just gonna get me notepad out and just yeah <laughs> if i say what they are then i guess it like ruins them being able to happen again because mm. people would be aware of them i'm trying to think of this just most of them have just been like people catching on or something going wrong mm. but they, they're still possible to do if that makes sense well what i th- think with you of it is that you seem to own so many fucking companies now <laughs> <laughs> like how many companies do you actually own? Uh, quite a few. I yeah, it's not yeah. 
I don't know. I'm the director of quite a few companies, I suppose, yeah. Uh, we always try and run things through a different company to protect ourselves and to trick people. Do you own a car insurance company by any chance? A car insurance company? Yeah. Uh, no. Why? If- well, do you know a car insurance company that could possibly invest in? Oh, because of the sponsor. Oh, I forgot the name of it though. Charlie, what's it? What's the name? Um, you, do you oh. remember? Was it an a? Adrian Flux? That's right. Yeah, yes. 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 Imagine I'm just in my little Fiat 500 and I've taken a little turn. Ow! I've hit you. Oh my god! Oh, you've crashed into poor Josh. Yeah, no, he's not even Josh. able to speak. Josh, <laughs> in this situation, you're gonna need you're gonna need a car insurance company that's gonna help you, aren't you? I'm Someone's sure got to speak am. for you. Someone's got to speak for you. Yes. Who do you think that car insurance could be, Lewis? I feel like someone to do a great job of taking you under their wing would be the wonderful Adrian Flux. Adrian Flux, thank you for sponsoring this podcast, guys. If you want a great deal on your next insurance policy, or you're just learning to drive your car, or even if you've passed, even if you've just passed. Even if you're 67 years old. Like me. You can get loads of great policies such as Black Box Policy to literally just bring down your insurance. If you want to click the first link in the description, literally, it's free. You can see if you can save money in like two easy steps. So yeah, go over, click the first link in the description. Thank you, Adrian Flux, for sponsoring Do this it. podcast. Please, please, please. What are you waiting on? Please, please. What are you waiting on? Please, just, just click it. Please, please. Thank you very much, Adrian Flux, for sponsoring the video. Without you, this would not be possible. Josh, I want to ask you a question in regards to Tom Holland. You did a video with uh, Conor Maynard and Casper. Yes. For the time. Um, so I feel like a common theme for your videos has always been around like some sort of deception. Yeah. So you're a crafty little character. But um, <laughs> um, how was that whole thing? Like you, you looked ridiculous with that thing on your yeah, head. Yeah, that was very embarrassing. I got to meet Tom Holland for the first time and I was wearing a pink bandana on my head because we didn't have a proper earpiece and we were just using an AirPod so I had to hide it. Oh, the the budget's know. gone up a little bit. Since yeah, then. just a bit. Um, size changed a bit. Yeah. It was, yeah, that, that was super cool. Um, that just came about because he was doing press for Avengers uh, Endgame and I think his publicist was really cool basically and allowed us to do it. Um, he knew... Casper and Connor already, mm-hmm. so uh, I think she thought he'd be fine with it. And yeah, it, he, he looks very young in that video. He knew Casper and Connor, but you were the guy that was getting fucked over. Yeah, well, because no, he, was, he was fucking so over. So to be fair. they were talking to me in an earpiece, and I was interviewing Tom Holland, yeah. listening to what Casper and Connor were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so Did you be- not watch it? Come on, Cam. <laughs> it's okay. They're essentially, like you know how you've got those videos where someone goes in and you've got the it's other like two people deck. behind. Um, yes. Yeah, kind of. In your Practical jokers. They were in. They were in yeah. Josh's ear, and they, they were saying, "Oh, say this." Like there was one moment when they were. I I, would, I need to go back to this in a second. Like they, they basically said, "Like oh, I, he was talking." Tom Holland was just talking to him, and he was just like interrupt him and just start saying, "You want to lick his shoe?" Yeah, it was very embarrassing. How the fuck did you keep a straight face for that, <laughs> or did that just come across in the edit? Like no, no. Okay. I guess that's something I'm good at. Is not being not holding just showing my no emotion. In. It's yeah. just dead inside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like like for me, it wouldn't be what they're saying. Like that's fine and whatever. It's when you can hear them laughing. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that gets you. It's like when you see your mate laughing, it makes you want to laugh. Yeah, I mean, I've been holding it in this whole time, looking at your t-shirt. What? It is so big. <laughs> oh. Is that a? St- are, are you laughing at yours? Is that is that meant to be like that, or is, have you just made a mistake? You know what, Josh? Obviously, when I what's. <laughs> <laughs> The yodeling boy's changed yeah. a bit, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mason, Mason Ramsey. Yeah. Josh, when I seen you come through the door and I saw what you were wearing, I was like, 
I didn't expect him to understand fashion. Oh, is that a compliment? No, mate. Oh, you can look like I Peter see. Parker. Too fair, that yeah. could work. I, look, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, um, I'm old. Josh, it's not 2011 anymore. <laughs> I know, but I still dress like that. That is the problem, you're right. Maybe, we, need, maybe, your maybe we can do that for a video. We can dress you up, make you like a little edgy e-boy. Yeah, could do. Yeah. Like camp. Yeah. yeah, take you away from like the H&M kind of... This is actually from Zara? It's from Zara, oh! oh. oh. Somewhat doing all right, you yeah. know, they have videos. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, I mean, apart from like this flirting that's going on here, um, I, what was Tom like off, off camera? Yeah, very, very nice did guy. You get, did you get time after the video or was not, it more not, kind of rushed? Not a lot. I've seen him like uh, two or three times after that. And sure. for someone <laughs> for someone that famous to remember me by name and, and always make an effort to like chat with me and it's really impressive so uh, I think yeah super guy bless him having to be stuck in a room with you for fucking 10 minutes exactly so, yeah after this you need to watch the video because some of the stuff you have come out with is so absurd like yeah. you've got Connor and, and then maybe and when you Kasper watch that here. one you can copy it too and then you can make that video this is a really nice wall I reckon oh. like Oh, framing wise, Do you like I the think Polaroids? For the framing wise on here, I think we should put you like perfectly in frame right next to Cam's head so that every single video you're just going to be in his skull pretty much. Or like behind us, like he's behind Casper Lee. Casper Lee! Fuck's sake, Why does my voice not want to be with us when I do my jokes? Oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was waiting for a moment for it. I did like it. It was good. It was. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. It was, Thanks, mate. Oh, is that, so why, is, that, is that why you went, oh, I recognise your face from somewhere? Oh. No, I, I knew of Cam before that. Yeah. It's so what made it all the more hurtful when I saw the video. It's fine, mate. Oh. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't even like Josh anyway. I'm getting him on for charity work. <laughs> you know? It's so, fine. You think Charlie's the make-a-wish? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you didn't credit him, didn't you? Yeah, in the description. You did, he he did, did, he did, he did. Thank you. Uh, one thing I'd like to That's ask... That's why he blew up. No, I, I, sorry. <laughs> That's why this last video didn't yeah. work. <laughs> So one thing I want to move on to is that, um, so we've just kind of briefly spoken about Tom Holland and your experience with him. You've got other videos with loads of other people. How is it that you manage to approach these, like, I'm not even joking, like some of them like A-listers, some of them yeah. really, really big. Is Thanks it just Casper Lee? Uh, is that what it is? I know him. Um, so um, like it, Molly May, Katie Hopkins, Carol oh. Baskin, other people, etc. So the, the press junkets, like Tom Holland and, and Chris Hemsworth and these kind of like A-list actors, mm -hmm. um, that was all just press for their movies. And I, I just had contact with, with different... Um, like uh, whoever was doing the marketing for the movie, I guess I was just luck that they said, would you like to do this? And I said, yes. Um, with some of the more recent videos where we've done Tommy uh, Fury and Molly May and these kind of people, um, just scouring the internet, looking for email addresses and that kind of thing. That's more of your thing. You like doing that kind of shit. Like. Yeah, because Josh likes it. That toy, I like it. Yeah, so you follow this. So it says, you are like the Geordie Josh Peters. I am, mate. That's yeah. what, when I go home, that's what everyone says. Yeah, me mum calls us that. The Geordie Josh Peters. She actually calls you Josh sometimes. Yeah, well. she actually Josh gets mixed yeah, up. She calls you Joshy. Yeah. Joshy yeah. doesn't speak to me at all, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's just joshing, don't worry. <laughs> God, I'm really getting roasted on this podcast, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to say? Mate? I was going to say, um, mm. you know what, mate? I, I felt bad for uh, one video you did. I felt a bit bad for Craig David during it. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, go on then, you stupid, you horrible fucking bastard. But he didn't like get, <laughs> That's you know, he, he, didn't have to, he didn't get pranked. He just like... Ruined his life. The thing is, Craig David could credibly appear on the, on the Late Late Show, so I don't think that like would have affected him at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, everyone loves Craig David. But I, yeah, we just wanted to see if we could get Craig David to sing for us, and he did. It was the fact that he got like everything ready and he was proper like prepared yeah. for it. And then <laughs> he'd be so gutted, like if you're like, oh, great opportunity, you're like, I'm back, I'm back. It's actually just Josh Peters fucking you off. Like. No, but he's like he's good, he's famous enough in his own right, Craig David, isn't he? I mean, he's done well. I th- yeah, of course he's done really well. But I think probably not it's going so much late filled me in the details. It's a song from Craig David, sorry guys. Yeah. So, I mean, to take it on to something else, like, so you did, you've done such an, like, a wide variety of things. Um, just completely, it's not really much to it, but, like, why did you do the Lewis Capaldi, like, um, parody? Um, so why? Th- that was, like, around the time where we were messing around with new things. This was when, as I mentioned earlier, Archie was just sort of doing two days a week with mm. me. Um, and we were just messing around with loads of ideas, and I've, I've done a couple of parody songs before and like you know back then I was still uploading once a week so mm-hmm. it was just a an idea um I am friends with Connor Maynard who's an incredible singer and producer mm-hmm. so a lot of the credit for that goes to him because he can make people sound quite good when they sing so yeah that that just I don't know it was just back when I was creating videos every week and it seemed like a fun thing to do was just, there truth though did Connor may not actually have five STIs. <laughs> no, no, not that I know. Six, of. mate. Yeah, yeah not yeah. that I know. Of. Yeah, Connor may not's uh, videos. Like, I remember whenever a new song would come out, you'd, his song would always be number one because of oh. he'd done the cover. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like he was he, so smart with that. Yeah, he's 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 doing really well. Um, like his Spotify and YouTube numbers are incredible. Yeah. Uh, that was a good cover. Yes. That's a cover. Yeah, but he's done original songs now too that yeah. are doing well. Must have missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, he's gonna watch it. He's gonna fight you, mate. Right? You're gonna be at it's Roxy right. one day. It's he's just gonna come and batter you. He believes he's Lewis Capaldi, so he feels about <laughs> well, because because my name's Lewis and I'm Scottish. That means I yes. must. Yeah, be yeah Lewis that's Capaldi. exactly yeah. right. I actually exactly. changed my name. My name's actually David, and it's actually a it's not Derek. Uh, no, that's my little name actually. Uh, David Derrick. David Derrick. David Derrick. What's da- the last name? David Buchan just Buchan. doesn't feel the <laughs> David same. David Buchan sounds it'd, dirty. It'd probably be Davy. Davy Buchan rolls off the tongue quite nicer. Davy Buchan. What's your David middle name? name? Like David Jones. What's my dad's? No, what's your what? What's what, your middle what? name? <laughs> what's your dad? You know what my middle name is? Craig. <laughs> Lewis Craig Buchan. Yes. Nice. You know, what's your Cam? James, because I was named after. Oh God, I was named after the. Uh, the director of Titanic, it was the <laughs> one movie. Uh, that, when you told uh, me that last week, uh, I was fucking James dying. Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's made some very classics. So some very classics. Yeah, some very classics. So he's made what's some very Josh? What's your middle name? I don't have one. It's just really? Josh Peters. That. Yeah, that's it's pathetic. just Joshua Peters. I know it's really embarrassing. And Archie Manners. That's actually. It's <laughs> 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 actually your, your double barrel name. Yeah, that's how it goes. What, one thing I do want to ask is, we had um, David Vujanic on the podcast the other week, and he had done an interview with Katie Hopkins, and she was being a has he polite uh, like yeah. six years ago. Oh, I didn't know years, that. And it, it, like a debate, like an actual debate on TV, and he was saying like right off camera, like she was being such a cunt on camera, and right off camera, she was just being like, oh, lovely, yeah, yeah like being really nice to him, and he was like, fuck, I've been played. Yeah. Like, but obviously, I remember when you did the video, there was off-camera footage where she was just blatantly saying the worst shit. Yeah. So that kind of was like, is she already off-camera? Obviously, she's a cunt. Like, Well, I think you can still be, like, a nice person and be a racist, you know? It, <laughs> like, no, but you can, like, come across as a nice person and still be, like, have parts about you that are, that are awful. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's... 
it's uh you know she's she's not stupid and she's very like socially capable so yeah she's very good at like making friends and speaking to people but you know she just drops some absolutely crazy shit was it hard to spend a few hours with her just like pretending to be normal that whole night was so hard like it was just the most nerve-wracking adrenaline rushing like crazy experience really? i mean it, undercover the whole time undercover not just me and archie but like 10 actors <laughs> yeah are you like nervous for them in case yes of them and character? thank god they were so good we just hired actors from a prague acting agency <laughs> luckily there were a lot of south african ones so they they didn't have to like try do an accent and then some british ones who just we said they were British. Um, but like the one lady, bless her, like wasn't getting it. And when we were doing our briefing before and practicing, she was like, yeah. And I could say to Katie, I used to get called a cunt at school all the time. And I was like, do not say that to her, please. And she was like, no, but it'll be funny because then the thing's going to come up. And then I will have said that. And I was like, your job is to be as normal as possible. <laughs> so it was nerve-wracking having all these people there, but they were all amazing, and it went off, like, without a hitch. But that whole, especially before, like, I'm not sure I've ever been that nervous. It was uh, intense. Yeah, because Archie said that um, if you talk about anything that's not to do with politics, she's actually quite charming. Yeah, she is. Charming. Yeah, that, that was his exact words. I think, you a know... A nice racist. All these people who go so far... Um, in the world but are pretty awful you know they don't just get there by luck they are obviously they're skilled in what they do they're, they're good with people they know how to get people to like them and they can make things seem very true that aren't they give you a reason for why you know this is wrong it must be because of that person or it must be because of these people like they give people easy answers to tough questions which is i think a really dangerous thing to do because when you picked her were you had that in mind were you is that someone like you kind yeah of... I've, I've 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 been aware of her for years and always like it was there was something specific where she uh i don't know if you've seen that photo with the um the child washed up on the beach in england like dead on the beach mm -hmm. and she spoke about how the photographer had taken that photo in such a way to make it seem worse than it was and, like, tried to basically talk about how that wasn't actually such a bad thing. So they're only calmly dead. It's not actually a really bad yeah. yeah, I don't know why he's put it in black and white. Um, it's actually the angle that makes him look more dead than he actually is. Yeah, he's yeah. only partially dead, you know. So, you know, that was the first time where I, like, was, like, visit just, like, upset with this person mm -hmm. and um yeah we'd wanted to hit her for a while and, hit her. as in like prank her I, I just feel like you're not normal because you could normal people be like right well not normal people but every, most youtubers be like right i'll make a rant video but you're like no i'm gonna book her in the four seasons at Prague and make her look like a dickhead yeah well i suppose it was just you know she her biggest thing is freedom of speech we have to have freedom of speech so we thought how can we use that against her and we put her in a room where she thought she was speaking to like 10 like-minded people and she knew there was a camera recording that wasn't hidden camera she just thought it was for like our uh, we told her it was like our christmas video or something christmas video merry you know, christmas guys with merry immigrants. christmas Katie. yeah so you know <laughs> it it's uh it's it's crazy what people can say sometimes when they're in the comfort of who they think are their friends because mm. yeah. when she accepted like the whole the email you sent her mm. everything uh, do you think you were playing like a, a narcissism of like how she loves like attention and that 100% and that? like it, these people's egos are often I think their biggest downfall um, she thought she'd found a group of people who 
loved her and loved what she did, and she was going to come and speak to us about that. Bro, if you were like a Game of Thrones character, you could just be Littlefinger. <laughs> oh, just no, but not without the noncery. But like, yeah. like no, oh, I wasn't even thinking about with that. With the non- no. he's, just, he's so horrible. I hated him. Oh no, and like, <laughs> I was so happy know, when he died. Now we know how we feel. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, but it's just about like you, you, you know what people like want, you know. But like it, it's like you can play on that kind of thing. He was also the same, so I don't know. Like, as in, like, it was his ultimate downfall was his own like ego and his yeah for himself. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, sorry for the comparison. How does I it just, feel to be a prick, Josh? Is yeah, what I, I love the way that you always compare something to something completely different. Yeah, it's skill. I love that. It's a skill, it's a skill. Your brain works in mysterious ways, my friend, and that's coming from me. Uh, <laughs> Your so, brain don't so, work. Listen, <laughs> 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 so, um, wait, wait. wait. Obviously, was at any point off camera? Because we've seen the video, but was at any point mm. that wasn't filmed that she nearly like clicked on or nearly like? No, she was completely she was unaware. Taken by it the whole night. I mean, there was one moment where one of the actors said, "I can't believe this is working." Like with an earshot of her, but I don't, she didn't clock it, which was. Ri- I was like, "What?" Like whispered oh, it to you. That's like a danger oh. wank for no, acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he yeah he just said like I can't believe this is working I think because everyone was drinking as well like maybe they got a bit drunk and kind of forgot what they were doing. But. <laughs> and so what what happened after you, you've like you've done the thing? Did she just go up to a hotel room and then that was it? So she wasn't staying at that hotel. Um, Thank God. She was staying somewhere else. We specifically chose to do dinner at like the poshest place we could think of. Um, and the cheapest one of the four seasons was in Prague, hence why we did it in Prague. And budget. Yeah, so like it had to be like that because I think, you know, if you walk into like a, a holiday inn or something, you might start thinking this is a bit strange, this is a bit so weird. So it's just the whole idea of Prague. Prague made like, a more Take Katie Hopkins think. to Butlins. Well, like, yeah, you know, you, you're in a five-star hotel, like everything's so fancy, you're not thinking about being pranked. It seems it feels so official. legit. You're just yeah. enjoying your time. Exactly, your so time. that, that was quite that specific. Was, I think the fact that it was Prague, probably also you're like, hmm, legit kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, if you're in like... Clapham or something. Exactly. It'll be a bit like or Benidorm. Yeah, or Benidorm. Yeah, like yeah. She, well, she was meant to come because we were in South Africa that December, and that's where we had the idea, and we were going to bring her out there to film this video and get actors there. But she's banned from South Africa. <laughs> Doesn't fucking surprise me. She's got a mark because she made this like crazy documentary that was like pretty. I don't know, but she got banned. How can you be banned from a country without yeah. like having a criminal record? Um, Tell that Taylor the creator. Being racist. Mm. So then she told us that, but we weren't expecting her to reply. Obviously, so when she said. Like, I love what you guys are doing. would love to come and chat to you. Um, but I'm banned from the country. We were like, okay, where else can we go? So we thought of where <laughs> the nicest, cheapest hotel would banned. be. I, I'm trying to think, did Katie respond to it? Because obviously yeah, Twitter put got up, banned. She put up an Instagram post just being like, this isn't the first time I've been called a T-U-N-T. Uh, <laughs> last time they didn't have to pay for their friends and no one there was ginger. So fair enough. But so she, like, that was it. Did she get a final dig at you then, like? I suppose if you, yeah, mm. but like, yeah, but I mean, she didn't win. Everyone no. got the final laugh because she's now banned on Twitter, so that's brilliant. And I actually, yeah. ran into her uh, last summer Morrison's. outside my house. So oh, we used to what? live, yeah, what? yeah. How weird is this? We used to live near the American Embassy, and it was during the Black Lives Matter protests. And she was there to like, I don't know what she was doing, Stop there, it. but she was. Yeah, no, I think she was just like observing. And I walked straight past her, and I was like, 
oh my God, I don't think she saw me. And I was with my girlfriend. I was like, I've, I've got to go talk to her. Like, I've got to, I have to. Like, it's just too much of a coincidence. Like, I want to see if she'll say anything. So I went and spoke to her, but she just like, would, she was basically like, I have nothing to say to you and just wouldn't speak to me. Really? really? Yeah, but it was super weird that she was there. What, so you went up to him. What did you say? How did the conversation go? I was, it was weird because I was like, hey, Katie. And she reacted <laughs> as if like we were, like it was some completely normal that I was there. She was like, oh, hi, Josh. And I was like taken aback. I was like, uh. And then a red marker just comes on your head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, you know, what did you think? I said, I think I said, what did you think of the video or something like that? And then she was just like, I have nothing to say to you and wouldn't speak to me, basically. Oh, so like she actually started like a little bit polite and then you've asked her and you've triggered something in her brain where she's I think she like, like, was in her mind was like I'm not gonna you know I'm just gonna be completely normal this guy means nothing to me type thing but then when I kept asking her stuff she was just like I have nothing to say to you uh, she, probably, she probably thought you were doing enough of prank for yeah, you yeah yeah I think so <laughs> I ran into Katie Hopkins at the Black Lives Matter so okay, what brings you here yeah, <laughs> can yeah. imagine Katie Hopkins at Black Lives Matter just staring at everyone you know like one yeah. of those miserable people like just yeah. like Mm. I just don't get it. Yeah, I just don't get it. Why do they? Why? Why? Why are they doing that? Yeah. yeah. I, have you told that story before that you've met after? Uh, on my recently, actually, on my Instagram stories. No, I've this is an exclusive, guys. Welcome <laughs> to the clip. Do you um, know what, when we're talking about uh, you banging on TikTok? That yeah. clip would have banged on TikTok if you'd filmed that. It's still not too I, late. I did, yeah, I could put it on TikTok because I put it on my Instagram story. That's a good idea. Thank you, Cam. Do that today, mate. mate. Right, you be harsh to me, but I'll be nice back. You know, kill you with kindness. Yeah, it's because mm. you're from Newcastle. Everyone's nice from Newcastle. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Foxy, questionable, <laughs> questionable. Yeah, because yeah. with with the the whole Katie Hopkins thing, uh, for me, I think that is your. I don't know if it's one of. I don't. Know, it's not the most viewed, is it? It's not the most viewed, but I think in terms of like, yeah, public recognition. That, like, I can't, everyone seems to have seen it. Yeah. Um, on Twitter or somewhere. Because it banged on all platforms rather than just one. Yeah, like, I think the tweet got like a hundred thousand retweets or something. So that was just like ridiculous. That's like absurd. every like so many different types of people in England. Mm. I think saw it in some way or another. They don't even know if it's me. Like they don't know who I am. They just know that some guy did this to Katie Hopkins. Mm. Do you think it was like amplified because it was? I don't even know if he's planned this, but it was the exact same day. I didn't plan that. That was lucky. But we so it was meant to be our first day of editing this video that we thought would take like three or four days. So we're starting at like nine a.m. and we start editing, and then Archie's like, "Do you edit together?" Uh, Yeah. Um, So I edit, and Archie like we make decisions together basically, but I edit it. Like physically. Ah. Um, Archie was like, Katie Hopkins is the number one trend on Twitter. And we're like, oh my God, something's happened. Like our footage is leaked or like whatever. <laughs> and it was because she'd been banned from Twitter that day. And we were like, oh my God, we've got to get this up tonight. And we literally edited all day and got it up at 9 p.m. That was another oh, one. Fucking where it was just, hell. Yeah. That's a rush. So it was like a one day the edit. anxiety. That, that must be so, so much stress. Yeah. What time did you get up? Uh, 9 p.m. Exactly. Oh, yeah. is, is there anything? Obviously, you said three days you wanted to take. Is there anything when you look back at it and go, oh, "I wish would put that into it"? You know, if you had a little editing things. No, like I don't. Yeah, we. That was another thing that I don't know. We just got it right. You know, whether it's luck or like, I don't know. It, we just happened to get it right. Um, I had because it was a Monday, I think, when we started editing. And we'd filmed over the weekend. On the Sunday, I started like syncing her speech and stuff so that it was like at least ready to go. So that mm. 
saved, I guess, a bit of time, but we managed to just do it, I think, how we would have wanted. Because you uploaded a video um, recently where you'd done, like, your unseen clips, didn't you? Yeah, we did our behind-the-scenes footage of just some stuff from different videos that people hadn't seen. And not just because you had to rush the video, so you just there was little bits and bobs that you were like, oh, I wish I could it, show this people. It was more because it was like we did it for the end of the year, just like ah, okay. we had, like, quite a bit of good footage that we hadn't used, and you, we always try and keep the videos, like jam-packed full of content so we do often cut stuff yeah how harsh are you with your cuts yeah quite quite harsh and i listened to something mr beast actually said recently it was like if the video only needs to be if there's only six minutes of interesting stuff make it six minutes forget mm. like making it eight minutes from multiple ads and all that kind of stuff and we went with that same notion for this last video which is only six minutes long and seemed to perform quite yeah. well so i think that's the rule is just like cut anything yeah, that's yeah, that's what Logan Paul's editor was saying me and Cam were looking at it he was yeah. like just he, he was like even if there's six good jokes you'll need one good joke yeah. he says if you if it goes like say you the whole thing of your video where it's the Katie Hopkins thing the whole thing is look this is what pranking if there's a joke which is kind of off script it has to be like a 10 out of 10 to stop the yeah yeah yeah, yeah because yeah and it always seems more interesting to you because you know what's happening and you're involved but like you got to remember people watching are often just like glazed over in a way yeah. not even that focused which yeah. is so strange that when you're so involved in something that you actually kind of have to realize that sometimes like i said to you yeah yeah, yeah. That people just don't give a shit exactly because like, you think something's interesting but you've got to think about whether other people do do you show mm. the like cuspa and everyone yeah for their first impressions yeah yeah always get as many opinions as possible because i can imagine sometimes i don't know if you've done this you've done a video on the if went Fucking out a bit far, isn't it? Hmm. Um, no, not yet, but I think they hopefully would, um, if anything was. Uh, you know, they always give advice and say, why don't you try that and stuff and, and give helpful ad advice. I mean, Casper, while he doesn't make videos anymore, still, like, has a brain to know, like, content, and he's edited so many videos in his life that, like, you know, he understands... Uh, I think what is interesting and what isn't. So yeah, it's helpful to have him. Mm. Well, I saw in one of your YouTube comments this question uh, got quite a lot of likes. It was like, I wonder if he's ever, and he's probably gets a lot. Do you ever ever feel bad for the person that he's a pranking? So when it's people, we it's always we try and always make it justified. Um, Katie Hawkins, for like for obvious reasons, is justified. Mm. Carol Baskin, that like we didn't questionable. Like, yeah, but we didn't. It wasn't. We didn't feel like that was a mean prank, and by her response, yeah. she didn't either. She said she thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, in terms of other mean stuff, the reality star prank video we did where we got reality stars to... Oh, that one was fucking... God, yeah. that. <laughs> um, Ones in person must be a lot more like... Harder, yeah. But for them, the, the, the justification was, would reality stars say anything if they were paid? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, they, they're being paid... They probably shouldn't be talking about, like, time travel being a thing and like leaving your fridge doors open to stop global it's warming when, it's that scouse alas when you were getting out of here I just felt I, when I was looking at it I, I didn't feel bad for her but I felt bad that she just was yeah. so fucking chapped shit wasn't mm. it the, what, wasn't it African kids going skiing um, Afri-ski yeah it's a charity <laughs> to help underprivileged African kids learn how to ski and that's what she was promoting, wasn't it? Uh, they all promoted that, yeah. yeah. They said just text the word powder to 399 <laughs> to donate two pounds to help an underprivileged powder. African child learn to ski. Yeah. Yeah, he's, got, he's got that right off the dome. That came yeah. so he's just like, he's rehearsed <laughs> that. He's just like, how can I convince people? Yeah. Just like that. Have you realised that most influencers will do anything if the price is right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's the world we live in, right? It's I feel like capitalism. most people would yeah, do it's... anything if the price is right, right, you know? Yeah. Um, like, imagine, you don't have to be an influencer. I think it just preys on what people's morals generally are. You it's know? whether the monetary value outweighs the moral value. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's, that's, like, that's nothing new. It's just because there's a lot of... Yeah. more influencers is what's easier I also think you're very smart with the people you pick because for that um, influence I want the people which one the which one yeah uh, the one the TV show right yeah the one we were just talking yeah, about yeah yeah um, the people you picked aren't necessarily the biggest people right now they're the people that maybe are on a little bit of a, a downer like was it Bobby Bobby, Bobby Norris, Norris. It, to be honest with you we, like, we, we reached out to quite a few people and they just were the ones that came back with the right uh, fee that we could afford, basically. Also, oh, that's not a conscious thing. Sometimes, I mean, obviously, like with Katie Hopkins, we didn't just reach out to a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, but with the reality star video, that was more a comment on like reality stars uh, in general and whether they, as a group, would take money to, to talk rubbish. Um, so it didn't specifically matter who exactly they were. And the same with the royal experts. It was, would royal experts talk nonsense? And it turns out they would. It didn't matter specifically that it was Dickie Arbiter or whoever. It was yeah. just a comment on that them as a, as a group. Just case, like the media as a whole as well, yeah. Yeah, and I guess that, but not so much because I think, you know, certainly on-screen journalists have more, they have to, they have to uphold more of a factual standpoint. In print, you can write whatever you want, funnily enough, in this country. But on screen, um, if you're discussing something, there has to be someone from both sides by law in mm -hmm. England. So that is always done a lot more fairly. And journalists, you know, you'd struggle to find a journalist who would do what those royal experts did. And I think that's an important distinction to make. That, um, you know, it wasn't so much the media, it was more royal experts in, 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 in specific. Is there anyone you've got in your kind of eye line that you're kind of looking at right now? Like, uh, an obvious one that I think would be really good to prank is... It would do so shit. You made that joke again. <laughs> Lewis Bucken. Yeah. yeah. On me, Piers uh, Morgan. I was literally just about to say Piers Morgan would be such a shout if you could somehow craft a video around him. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, try, we really are trying not to do stuff to... Like, I don't... Don't want to do stuff to individuals as much as we possibly can. Um, we've been looking at a lot of like videos where we try and expose loopholes and things, specifically with like companies. So like the delivery video or um, videos where we're or hatching an egg, something that's just a bit more not so person focused and, and looking a bit more at finding. Not so serious. Yeah, I, I yeah, think, I think so. with yours, like we were talking about this uh, yesterday actually, um, where Cam was saying that. You know, when you do, like, videos on specific people, uh, how it can make them feel, like, shit, mm -hmm. and, like, unless you feel like they really do deserve it. Um, whereas, like, if you do a video on, like, Piers Morgan, like, I think right now there's probably a lot of pressure on him in his own personal life. Like, bring yeah. to football. You know, when Mike Dean fucked it all. Yeah. It's just like, everyone's like, are you well, twat? And then also, you got death threats like, and stuff. But, yeah, people love and hate Piers Morgan yeah. and, like, I really don't see him though anywhere in the same category as someone like Katie Hopkins. Yeah. I think it's quite I th different. I think I think it's it's an odd one because you kind of he's so politically involved that if you yeah. share an opinion on Piers Morgan, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you like it." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think Piers Morgan says something for the sake of uh, like a reaction kind of thing. Oh, sometimes, yeah, he's, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a genius. He's so the reason he's so like well, what he, I think he. He overstepped the mark now, obviously, but um, 
that you know, it's not a coincidence that he was the most like talked about person in Britain often. Yeah, I think he should do what Alex Jones does and just have his own platform. You know how Alex Jones. After oh that, my God, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Alex so, Jones so it's not getting sh- yeah. So you mean not getting shoved in the public's throat? Just people that actually want. Yeah, to listen just like to him. It, yeah. It, people who want to go, just go over to his website or whatever. Yeah, but, because it's, it's when you realise that people like your mother are being brainwashed by like Piers yeah. Morgan. But your mum's never gonna find Piers Morgan's website. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's now your I mean, mum's so. without Piers Morgan. It's just Piers Morgan yeah. stands. But have you seen like what Alex has, Alex Jones done? He's I like, don't even know. Info Alex Jones is. Yeah, he's yeah. like Alex Jones. He's banned off like everything. That's why when he does like podcasts on YouTube they're always like four hours long and they're like bam yeah. because he, he literally has a, a who is Alex Jones he, he's, like, he's like Piers Morgan if he took cocaine yeah he's a, he's a conspiracy theorist in America basically and massive Trump conspiracy supporter conspiracy or conspiracy conspiracy oh, okay yeah. sorry um, actually, genuinely. just like wacky kind of guy yeah he has a show called Infowars and they you know they talk about all sorts of crazy things and he's obviously a big big Trump supporter yeah. and um, you've definitely seen memes about him before yeah meme meme he used to sell, I think he sold like these uh, like pills as well that were going to help you with like something, but they, I think they're oh, rubbish. Like, no, I, I, I would need to look into it, but yeah, he's, loss, he's uh, Hey guys, if you want a smooth tummy like me, swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> Use Jones 10 at checkout. You're too good about it. That's definitely where you're but going. I think this is a good time to take it into the audio. Probably, Mate, yeah. do you want to take it into the audio? Yes, so what we're doing is we're actually trying to do a little bit more on the audio as well because uh, we really want to push the audio platforms as well. So if you just want to go to our Spotify or our Apple podcast, rate us five stars and follow us. Follow us on Spotify so you get notified for every podcast that goes live. Saves you searching up every single time. Uh, yeah, what we do is we do an audio-only section, which is pretty self-explanatory. Audio-only, but we do bonus questions, bonus talking points that uh, won't be seen on video. So if you want to know more about Josh and want to see more of, well, listen to our handsome voices, then yeah, go listen with the audio. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Josh. We Thanks for having me. A lot all of fun. Of, all of Josh's uh, stuff will be left in the description. You don't have to click it if you don't want to. So you, but you yeah, should, yeah, you yeah. should, because you can see what, what inspires Cam Kirkham. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll say thank you very much for joining us in the video and take care. Yeah, season a bit, people. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. 100 kilos. So basically, yes. you're joining back us on the audio-only section of the podcast where Lewis has just said that he's 100 kilos now. He's a, he's I a, think he's I'm down to about 95, 96 now. But, mm. uh, do, do you want to ask the first question? What you I'm, gonna... I'm just going to ask, um, so you played the Simon Charity match. What, what games were it that you played? That was in 2017 where the YouTube All-Stars beat the Sidemen <laughs> 2-0. <laughs> goals by Chris MD and... Uh, the FIFA the FIFA player from uh, America, Castro. Castro, Castro, Castro scored a beautiful header. I remember that like it was yeah. wasn't, wasn't a Calix cross. It was a Calix assist <laughs> Castro header. Um, I remember that. Look at the joy on his face when he says so it. That, <laughs> honestly, like as I said, I am a huge sports fan. Love all sports and. That was like a chance to experience what it's like to be a professional footballer for one day. Yeah. And it was so amazing. Like, how many people of, were in the crowd then? I think like 30,000 oh, or something. Fuck. And it was like so crazy. And even driving in, like all the people outside, like waving at the butt. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it, it, was, it was one of the best days of my life, definitely. So, you were saying that like you wanted to do another one. Have you heard of an event called uh, Clash of Creators? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm playing. In, is, I hope that's real. I was like skeptical that it might be some sort of prank or something. No, we're, us, all three of us are playing. <laughs> oh, are you playing? Yeah. Well, I'm, it's I'm my playing. prank on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am playing. Are we on the same team? We find out very team. soon, but know. us three are on the same team. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that'll be good. So, where is that? Uh, 
it's not quite as big as Charlton. Is, <laughs> but it's got a- Averley, three, is it Averley? Averley football ground. It's, it's a non-league uh, stadium. I'm so ki- I play, um, I mean, obviously I can't play at the moment, but like in normal times I play like five a side twice a week, so I'm, I'm, I'm playing at the moment. What, oh, so like where you're living, like, how are your Sunday mornings usually? You want to play me to play Sunday league? <laughs> Cam's going to come play for my Sunday league team. But are you actually? Yeah. yeah Sunday league, like I've never played Sunday league, but it scares me a bit because it's like it's a ele- it's eleven aside, like on on grass, right? Yeah, we usually play on grass, yes. Yeah, because playing on like gra- I love gravel. playing on um, Astro. Astro. Astro because it's like I'm quite shit, so you know it makes you look a lot better. You can trap the ball yeah. easily and pass the ball easily, but like all of a sudden playing football on grass, you're like, wow, I'm actually quite bad. Yeah, especially when it's like bouncy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard when if you play on Astro or you like 3G, you're 3G, and, yeah. and you're down the line and you can whip a ball in. Yeah. But when you're playing on grass, you go to kick it and you actually kick the ground. I know. The ball's yeah. actually hitting your knee and you shin the ball off the pitch. Uh, what was the sideman pitch like? Um, it was. Like yeah, it was it was the best grass pitch I've ever played on. I think it was um, not it, it wasn't like perfect as some of the stadiums might be, but it was it was pretty awesome to play. What on grass ones have like you played that. on? Was it Charlton? Obviously, um, and then we played at Wembley for the for the Wembley Cup. So surely but, Wembley was a better pitch than Charlton. Well, right? actually, no. At the time, the, the, they didn't have the pitch right, and uh, I remember my friend Stephen Gerrard was saying, <laughs> <laughs> "We're on the same team as him." Yeah, Just I got there's a, there's that a, must a be crazy. There's a picture like that I've got still there. Uh, from the broadcast where it's like pieces off Gerard on because like, like, <laughs> he subbed on for me at one point. It's like when you play yourself on like uh, like FIFA career yeah. mode, you create your own character. <laughs> um, like, oh, so the pitch, he was saying, he was like, this is really weird. Normally this is like uh, just like, you know, a carpet, but it's a bit, that, for me it was obviously still amazing. But well, he said that in a Scouse accent. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's a bit weird. It's weird. How does that, how does that, is that? Not, I, don't, I can't do it. Josh, Josh, Josh. Give the ball. It's one play for It's not like a carpet normally. Send <laughs> 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 the Scottish, South African. Jamie Carragher goes, You got to bark in the ball. I just hear the whole time when they speak. No, it's just one play football, ball. There you go, yeah. Jamie Carragher is a lot stronger, isn't it? Because he's louder, I think. But when, like, watching Stephen Gerrard play football, like, next, you know, like passing him the ball and stuff, it's. Incredible, like they playing a different game. To yeah, what we it's play. so interesting mm. you say that because that's it. Was it David Janich that also said, and Theo Baker? Yeah, they both said that. They both, both of them said, mm. best player they've played with is Stephen Gerrard. Both of them, they were like, he's just so never You know, like, you know, when you're playing football and you, your first touch is like to get the ball under control. He, his first touch is he is completely aware of where everyone is around him, including his team and the other team. And his first touch is never to control the ball. His first touch is getting the ball either one-time pass or, like, his first touch is taking it away from anyone who's near him. Mm. And, like, in perfect control and then ready straight away. Like, their first touch is something completely different to what we think a first yeah. touch is. That's mm. what I think about, like, people that complain about football. It's like... Everyone who's in the Premier League does that. Yeah. So people are like, oh, I could play in the Premier League. It's like, no, every single person has that oh, touch. It's mm. so fast, I think. Like when you notice that when you watch Premier League. I don't League, think Michael Antonio has that touch, to be honest. <laughs> when, you watch, when you watch a Premier League get like, that was a big thing for me when I moved to England, because like getting to watch Premier League live, like I'd always watched it from South Africa and I love going to watch when I can. Um how fast the game is is mm. like so I love the way interesting. Fast. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like the 
it looks like on TV they've got space. When you watch live, like they've got no space, do they? Mm-hmm. It's so close quarters, like you have to use the ball so quickly. I mean, with David Vianic, I played um, on a nice football pitch in Baku. You know, when mm-hmm. Arsenal played Chelsea. Yes. We, yeah. play, we played on that pitch after. Oh. But that was like a carpet, to be fair. Yeah, that was yeah, amazing. But there's so much space. On Sunday League, it's like a lot smaller. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you had this, like, you understand, like obviously there's How the fitness fit and you stuff. Have to be. Like the, yeah, but like the fitness, like there is so much, like that you like, you have to cover the ground because you play football in a Sunday league and you're like, hey, it's a full size pitch because you're like, yeah. this is like the adults full size eleven side pitch. But the professional pitches are so much bigger. I could barely see the other corner flag. I was just like, I didn't have my contact lenses in to be fair, but. <laughs> It, it's absurd. Like, did you yeah. notice when you went on like Wembley and the Champ Pitch how much bigger it was than what you'd usually play on? Not, I didn't think about it being big. It was just I felt so unfit. Like, <laughs> and I'm generally quite a fit person, and it's just, yeah, like it was just I was nowhere like yeah. in fitness. I remember the, Wem- the Wembley Cup where uh, running down the wing with man like hacks. I remember I was at the halfway line. I knocked it past him, and I felt like I was running for fucking ever to reach the goal. <laughs> It just, you, you, you can't, just never get you never get there. It's like, like running at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Like if you ever, yeah, do you know when you like um, you train on a normal pitch and then you get to the actual pitch and you're like, this is fucking massive. What mm. the fuck? It was literally so uh, fucking big. Yeah, I can imagine Wembley when you walk on. It's like, what the fuck? Like this is so big. But I think the Wembley Cup that you played at was probably a lot better than the one I played at. What? Which one did you play? In? The last one. Where it got oh, like where it was? Oh, that was that was where there was all that thing with the extra. Yeah. I mean the. F2 and everything. Oh, my God, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Have you ever thought about pranking uh, Jamie Lynch? Uh, he was in the, the end, if you didn't see it, of our... Uh, I don't know if you saw, we did a video where we tricked people into auditioning for Borat 3. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, right at the end, if you watch, like, right to the end, there's a little cameo from Jeremy doing a self-tape for his audition. You might not have seen it because it's right know, at the end, yeah. Um, but, he, t- okay, to be, fa- no, to be fair to Jeremy, like, every time I've ever... Met him and hung out with him. He's actually been incredibly nice to me, but like, I've heard some really bad things. So <laughs> that's, really what, that's what everybody things. says. Everyone says when you meet him, he's really nice, but then yeah. people just go, I've heard some stuff though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, so that, that was when, was that, what was that like? Was that still fun? It was, was 30 minute games. Yeah, yeah, that was th- So basically, by the time you were on, you were off again. Yeah. That's what yeah, it felt yeah. like. Because obviously, I, you're always subbing people because everyone has to and get a were game. Were they professionals? Yeah, it was um, F2 had like, they were just semi-professionals in like but Love they, Island. They didn't have like the the superstar players or whatever they called them. Like uh, the, oh, they had, yeah, they had David Trezeguet we had Cafu. Oh, okay, yeah, so they were massive like, the all-star. Cafu. Yeah, I'm not talking about Cafu's cock again. Yeah, he just loves talking about Cafu's cock. When, but when you play with them, it's like, I remember in the warm-up, it was me and Cafu, like I was partnered with Cafu passing, and I'm like trying are. to like proper, like do this in the warm-up, whereas he's just literally just passing it. I feel like such a twat. Yeah. Just trying to like gain his confidence. Yeah. It's... Please pass to me, Cafu. Yeah. Yeah. You should have started typing him up, being like, yes, Cafu, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got something, you can go for. Head up, head up, better. The reason that I was asking about uh, the football stuff is that Clash of Creators have actually replied to it and asking who you're going to snap at the Clash of Creators game. Snap? Is that like snap. Mean tackle? Like yeah, like hack. Yeah, who are you going to yeah. absolutely crunch? Like no whose one. legs? I'm gonna, come on, on you're you like gonna, a CDM, no? You can come yeah. for me. I'm going to gracefully glide through the midfield and quite, spread the are, ball. You are quite a graceful like Thank player, you. to be I fair. I like to think they're like a swan. Well, I'm like going to snap you. on the pitch. Yeah, oh. well, what's so. your position? 
ideal um, not sex session CDM oh, probably CDM. Oh, I'm a big fan of CDM as well yeah. you a big fan so, shagging there I'm a fucking no they always they always fucking put me left back because I'm left foot yeah. and I'm like the fucking lankiest and biggest guy at left back I'm the biggest <laughs> left back you'll ever see can we do this for a second I'm a right back so imagine like Lewis on one side and me on the other you're so, like you're like Kalasanich Kalasanich fuck off <laughs> more I, I prefer uh, John and Arisa is who I'd like. Oh, he was a shit. Nah, you're not like, like, look, a shit house player with a good left foot, and that's it. Great, <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's Great, what I'd like yeah. to compare myself to. But, but it's so annoying. You just put me in the left hand side because I've got a left foot. I'm like, no, I want to play central. I hate man marking. I want to chase after the goalkeeper's ball. central. See, I used to play goalkeeper. Here we go again. I played goalkeeper for three, four years. Really good at it, but I had too many anger issues as a kid. I'd, I'd get so angry first half that they'd put me out. Field second half to get my You need to watch Mean Machine with Finney Jones. You're like the keeper of that. Anyway, we've got a question from Anna who said, what has been your favourite video project to work on? Oh, uh, I think we said earlier the Ed Sheeran, fake Ed Sheeran video. Mm. That was, yeah. Because you felt famous for the day. Exactly, yeah. Got to. Another one's come in from Anna. She said, out of Tom Holland and Chris Hemsworth, who is your favourite interview and why? Um, The Tom Holland one, I guess, it was just a funnier interview, but... Chris Hemsworth as well was super, super nice. So um, good looking. Oh, oh. God. No, but like, you know when you meet someone and you're like, wow, yeah, I think you are attractive. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the, in the Avengers movie, the amount of shit they had to do to him to make him not attractive for Thor. It, yeah, his eyes mm. are just so blue. I'm like, it's like, there's no filter. This is real. You know who I've also <laughs> seen in like, in a nightclub before in London? Oh, shit. Look who it is. In a nightclub before in London who um, was also had those like blue eyes was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I like walked past him and he just looked up for a moment. I don't know. And I like saw his eyes basically. And like, I was like, was he like, like loves the videos, Josh? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not. They were so blue. Like it just this blue eyes. I feel like when you're really famous, you get blue eyes. Wait, he was just he tell was that I'm Alex. When you check, uh, drink children's blood, actually. Um, no, was he just chilling in a club in London? Uh, he, I mean, he was with like a big entourage, and they were moving through the club, and I was like, "Is it Roxy? Was this? What club was, was it? Um, it was a club. It's called Drama Drama Park Lane. Oh no, Drama, yeah, yeah. drama. I don't think it. I think it closed. Or I'm not too sure. Closed what? Because what? Can be As in like I think, or it's being rebranded. Or yeah, something. I remember I was going to go to Drama one night, and uh, they were like, "Oh, Nicki Minaj has got a table next to us." I was like, "What? Sorry." Like, <laughs> Nicki so Minaj. Weird. Yeah, she had a table in Drama, which is apparently mental. Yeah. And I remember I was in Toy Room one night. Yeah, I fucking hate Toy Room. And I, I didn't like it, but apparently, oh, Toy Room. apparently, Toy apparently, Room. apparently, mm. Juice World. Well, obviously not now. Juice World and Rihanna were there the same night that I was, and I didn't fucking see them. Apparently well, so, dude. After. Uh, I think it was JJ's album launch uh, when it, when Dissimulation was released. We had like a, like a listening party. Mm-hmm. So we went there, then we went on a night out because it was, I think it was June 21st or something. So it was like uh, JJ and Ethan's like joint birthday party. So yeah. they, they booked out the VIP section for that and it's expensive to do that. Uh, and then everyone was coming over so people were on the list but then obviously some people weren't on the list but they were at the listening party and they wanted to join and they were literally like the people at Toy Room were such cunts they were like no you can't come in and then the the fucking bouncers were boasting about how like they had Post Malone there like last week I was like 
I don't care. They're not there now that they've paid for for this. So I could get in, but I was like stood outside waiting for like other people who are there. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those clubs which is genuinely not that good, but they think that they're really bougie. Yeah. I hate London clubs like that. It's Mayfair clubs mainly. Yeah, there's a lot of them. It's like yeah. a problem. Like I remember they were like, oh, it's a free bar. And then I was like, oh, can I get a vodka? They're like, oh, we don't do that. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, the only free drinks are, and it was Pornstar Martini. Yeah, that was the only free drink and I was like okay I'll like, take it mm-hmm. but okay <laughs> just, just Lewis walking around with a porn star Marty yeah I was I was loving <laughs> it scenes well I think Josh you have to go for your, your meeting um, don't you I pushed it yeah probably I pushed it back 10 minutes but time to do it I mean there's one more question that yeah, I yeah, yeah sure. um, have you got another question no no I was just thinking about time wise okay well there, there's one question someone said uh, <laughs> do you like Harry Styles yeah <laughs> love just, Harry just Styles question, yeah. he's like how has he become the coolest guy in the world like he was a boy band in a boy band and now he's just like the epitome of cool Mm. I think Mm. LSD and mushrooms might have just changed Steve Jobs as well used that to you know as we know how he sells Steve Jobs both the sexiest men alive they are so sexy (laughs) exactly but I'd say that's probably a good way to end it so that King Josh can go and have his lovely meetings and conquer the world don't call me King Josh that's awful Queen Josh really embarrassing Prince Josh Prince Josh that sounds a bit nice I'll see you guys on the field Oh, oh. <laughs> oh fucking hell. Suddenly he's a Prince Josh. He's gone to that. He's become some fucking royal commander. Seenfield. Uh, Seenfield uh, captain. Yeah. But thank you very much, everyone, for listening to the audio version. Uh, yeah. Follow, very, follow us. Yeah, follow us, rate us, whatever. And Josh, thank you very much for being yeah, on the podcast, mate. Josh as Thanks, well. guys. Thank yeah. you, mate. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.